Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I am your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. As you can see from the title of this episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you guys today my experience at the Dr. Joe Dispenza week-long advance retreat. That is his seven-day retreat where you meditate and you learn the science behind what meditation is doing to our brains our hearts, and our bodies. There is so much I want to share with you. To be honest, I'm probably not going to be able to fit it all in to this podcast episode, but I'm going to do my best. And I want to share it with you simply because I, I've i received so much just personally by going to this event. I feel so much better in my mind and in my heart and in my body. And if you're someone that's been curious about what goes on at these retreats, if it's right for you, or simply if you're trying to decide if going on a retreat is something that you need to do, or if you're looking for a new meditation practice to pick up, I'll share with you guys some insights today, and then you can see if this is a direction that you want to go in. So I'm going to share with you guys what I had heard leading up to making the decision about going to one of his conferences. I'm going to tell you why I decided to go and what I was hoping to gain from it, how to actually sign up, what to do before attending, what to pack, the experience itself, and some tips while you're at the conference, notes from some of his lectures, some of those key takeaways, and kind of my conclusion, the three things that I'm proud of myself for accomplishing while I was there, and some things that I will change for next time. 
you know, hopefully when I get to attend in the future, that's definitely the goal. Um, I mean, going in, I thought, you know, one and done, this would just be an experience. It'd be really helpful. I'll learn some new skills. I'll get back into the swing of meditating every day. But I took so much more than that from this experience. And you can physically feel how it's changed your brain and you want more of it. You can actually see with your eyes how the world looks completely different because you've done that much work on your brain and you want it to continue. So I'm, I'm gonna dive right in. I'm gonna tell you more. Let's just do it. So what I had heard prior to attending and signing up for a Dr. Joe Dispenza conference. I've talked to a variety of friends. One of those people is Dr. Lindsay Rangel. She is a vascular surgeon who I've had on previous episodes of the podcast. And through a variety of different people I had talked to, they all said the same thing, is that he's giving away gold. He is giving away more information than, than anybody else. He's giving all the tools in his tool belt. And if you attend, and you do the meditations, you show up in the classroom every day, you will leave so much happier, so much happier than the version of you that walked into the door. That that old version of you will naturally drop away and you will step into a higher version of yourself simply by learning the information that the scientists that work for him and are doing the research studies share with you, as well as the amount of hours that you spend meditating actually creates new neural pathways in your brain. You can feel it. You can see the benefits. And number one is everyone said that they just left so happy, so happy with themselves and so happy with life. I decided I wanted to go because I wanted to create new neural pathways in my brain. So I had just reached a point in my life where, you know, when something comes up at work, you have an experience in the office, you have an experience with a coworker, with a friend, with a family member, and you can't stop thinking about it. And you dwell on it day after day after day, and it pops in all the time. You can't even control when it's popping in, but it's driving you mad. And it's not supporting you. You're dwelling on an experience you've had in the past, and then you find yourself trying to prepare for how to react when that situation happens again. And I was just finding that those experiences were piling up on each other. And I didn't want to think that way anymore. And I had tried going to different therapists, shamans, spiritual teachers, spiritual coaches. No one seemed to be able to help me. Like, got great tips, but I was still repeating the same patterns in my head, trying to constantly think about, okay, if that situation happens again, how do I protect myself? How do I respond in a different way to not make that experience happen? That mindset isn't supportive. It doesn't help you move into your future. It just makes you dwell on the past. And if you're thinking in the past, you aren't creating your future. You're in the past. You can't have anything new happen to you in your life if you're stuck back there. You have to change the way you think so you're living in the present or focusing on 
the future and where you're moving into. So that's why I went. What I was surprised about when I showed up at the conference is a lot of people are actually there to heal. A lot of people are there because they have autoimmune diseases or they have Lyme or they have cancer or they've had those things in the past. Um, they have physical pains in their body and they're there to heal because they've heard that if you show up and you meditate for the amount of hours that you meditate every day at the conference, that your body will start to heal. It resets. And what we learn is when you reset the pineal gland, it's exactly like a piece of electronics. If you're having problems with your iPhone or any electrical equipment, oftentimes we turn it off and re restart. We pull it out of the wall, we plug it back in, and the issue seems to go away. And oftentimes it doesn't seem to come back. And what they've discovered through researching the brain is if you're able to reactivate the pineal gland inside your brain, picture, picture the Egyptian image of the eye of Horus. And within that eye of Horus, you guys can Google it, you can see the little pineal gland. That is what you're working on activating in a lot of his meditations. And when you do that and you truly activate it through breath work and meditation, it helps the body reset the nervous system and so much more. And a lot of people's health issues start to disappear. But everyone's there for their, their, own, their own reason. A lot of couples are there at the event. There's a lot of kids as well, which is really impressive. Um, but that's why I decided to go. I literally just wanted to change the way my brain was operating. And I feel like I have. Now, one thing I have also heard is the benefits from the amount of meditation that you do for those seven days tends to stay with you for about three months and then it starts to fade away. So one of the scientists, one of the researchers on Dr. Joe Dispenza's team from University of San Diego, Dr. Hamill, um, he said that his wife noticed that about every three months, he needs to go back to a conference and meditate for seven days. That she has seen that that's what keeps him in a lighter space. And I've heard that from friends as well, that it's about three months that they feel the benefits from attending the retreat. And then they often have a craving to go back. And what it is, is you're spending at least six hours a day meditating. And I'll get into that, but the amount of meditation you do, it rewires the brain in the most fantastic way. You, you really have to feel it to understand it. So how do you sign up? You go to the Dr. Joe Dispenza website, you put in your email address, you get alerted of when they have retreats. And then a few weeks, about a month before a retreat, you'll get an email saying sign up to be on the wait list and the official time to um, you'll get sent an email with the official time that you can sign up. So they'll give you the day, they'll give you the time, and you really have to do it right away. So for me, I went to the Marco Island seven-day advanced retreat, and I, you know, was at work. It was a Wednesday. I was chefing, and I had it on my calendar. I knew to pause um, a few minutes before 10 a.m., had everything in front of me on my iPhone ready to go right at 10 a.m. I registered. Soon as I finished the registration component, I went ahead and called the hotel and reserved my room on the room block. And 
you're good to go. You can worry about your flight and everything else after that, but that's how you're, that's how I signed up to go. You just have to really be on it um, and know ahead of time. I just put it into my calendar as if I was already going. Um, I kind of set the intention that no matter what, I was gonna sign up and be able to register. I already put it on my calendar. I already made plans to attend and I'm really grateful that I was able to because I know these events sell out pretty quickly. So take a look at his calendar, see what's available for 2024, and then you know make sure you get the alert so you can sign up and attend. But it is a full seven days. So I flew in the day the conference started. The conference started at five o'clock um, on, what day of the week that was? I'd have to look at the calendar. But it started at 5 o'clock p.m. the first night. And then on the last day, which was a Sunday, we finished up at around 2.30 in the afternoon. So they're pretty full days, but completely worth attending. So what should you do before you attend? So once you plan on where you're going, how you're flying in, you can get there the day before. So you have, you know, 24 hours to relax. You can get in there the day of, but you need to pack headphones because you're gonna be doing walking meditations as well outside, listening to, um, to recorded meditations. So you have to have headphones to be able to tune in and listen to the recorded meditations outside. Um, you can bring blankets if you like. I just got blankets from room service, but if you have a blanket that you much prefer, make sure you pack one or two of those for when we're in the ballroom and we do lay down meditations or just in case it gets cold in there for you. You wanna make sure that you really have sweatshirts and comfortable clothing. Depending on what time of year you're going to a certain location, you wanna make sure that you have a variety of layers clothes to wear when you're in the ballroom, clothes to wear when you walk outside. Like in my situation, we were at the beach. It was Florida. It was 80 degrees outside, but much cooler in the ballroom. So you want to be able to, you know, if you have one hour break, not have to go back to your room, just quickly throw on some shorts um, or take off a layer and be able to go outside. You are going to want earplugs. If you're someone that likes earplugs, I found that I did not need them. But the number one thing is you need to have an eye mask and you need to have an eye mask that you like and that you feel comfortable in. So if you don't have an eye mask, order one in advance, try it on, make sure you like it and that it works for you. Um, make sure you have a second one just in case, but get, get a good eye mask. Make sure you test it ahead of time. It's really helpful for the meditations. Bring a journal, a few pens, something to take notes along the way. I definitely did, and I actually started my journal for the conference before attending because once you sign up to go to the conference, you get his record, his previously recorded conferences. You get two versions of conferences he did before he created the one that you're attending. So you get all of his old research information. You get a variety of meditations. You get 23 hours of videos to watch, to learn so that way you're up to date with 
the science behind meditation, how the brain works, the pineal gland. You get all the information about all the different brain waves and why certain meditations are designed the way they are to move you into different brain waves for different benefits. So you have plenty of time to practice using the eye mask, plenty of time to start journaling and getting familiar with the information. So that way, when you show up at the retreat, you can just start right in, be fully comfortable, understand. It's really understanding the way he sets up the meditations because it's probably different from any other meditation you've ever listened to in your life. Like this is not the Calm app at all. This is someone who is merging the traditions of meditation with science and sound vibration to get you an effect, to get you a more optimized outcome, which is attracting your future to you faster, helping you manifest faster, helping to change your personality so you change your reality. And I'll get into some of that information um, with some of the teachings that I really took away from the experience. And then lastly, you need to pack snacks. So when you sign up for the conference, your breakfast and your lunch is included. And they do have breaks throughout the day with tea, coffee, and some snacks. But it's always good to bring your own snacks, have your own food in your bags. I will say, and this was something that I didn't think about, is most of the guys had backpacks. Basically, everyone was was wearing a backpack or, or large bag. So they would have their snacks, their blankets, their notebooks, their headphones, everything in their bag every day going to the conference rooms or the ballroom. So um, if you if you have a large backpack or a large, you know, tote bag, that's definitely what you're gonna want to bring. And I made sure to stop, you know, at a health food store on my way to the hotel. So I could also pick up just some fruits and some snacks to keep in the mini fridge, which I highly suggest. So we've gone over what I heard about the conference, why I went, how to sign up, what to do before attending, what to pack. Let's talk about the experience itself and some notes for when you're at the conference. Okay, so the experience itself. You guys, this is the best health, wellness, spiritual retreat I've ever been on in my life. Hands down, this is... A plus level, what they're executing. Everything is so seamless. You would not, you would not know that you're with 1,500 people. Everything goes really smoothly. Registration is smooth. Lines go quick. Breakfast and lunch, the lines go quick. All the staff is incredibly kind, incredibly nice. Most of them are volunteers. It is an A plus high vibration level retreat. But what's really nice is you're with real people. You're with people that are just like you. It's, uh, you know, all walks of life, people from all over the world. One day I sat next to someone from Japan. Another day I sat next to someone from Paris. Another day I sat next to somebody from Germany. You're, You're meeting people from all over the world that what I found is most of these people already do the meditations. Most of these people have already read his books. Um, I was kind of the outlier as someone that's, I've only read part of one of his books. You know, 
I've watched all his videos that, you know, that they suggested we watch ahead of time that they gave us. I had done a few of his meditations, but I wasn't religious about it. Um, but it was really wonderful sitting next to different people from other countries and learning about how they came across Dr. Joe Dispenza's work and how it's transformed his life. I sat next to one man from Japan. He was in his 50s. He has four children. He's married. His wife loves the meditations as well. They both do his meditations every single day. And he learned about Dr. Joe Dispenza when he was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease over four years ago. He went to all different doctors in Japan trying to figure out what he had. He had chronic fatigue syndrome. He could not get out of bed. He was so exhausted, had no desire to get up. He had inflammation all over his body, rashes all over his body. His face and his ears always felt swollen and like they were burning. And no doctor could give him a name or an answer. He tried all the usual things of changing your diet, changing your lifestyle, changing your household products, and nothing was helping him. So he started to think, well, maybe this has to do with my brain. And he started to research, you know, different neuroscience, seeing if there was anything out there that he could do neurologically to change his condition. Came across Dr. Joe's work and he thought, I have nothing to lose. Let me download a few meditations and, you know, meditate for an hour every day. See if that can help me. And he said in about a year, 60% of his, 60% of his conditions were gone. And then that's when he would thought, God, I better take this a little bit seriously. Something's working. And that's when he started to just study a little bit more, watch videos, kind of tweak what he was doing with, with the different meditations. And then ultimately he was able to cure himself of all of his autoimmune conditions. And this was his first time going to a retreat, um, doing it in person. He just really wanted to make sure he was doing the meditations right, that he was doing the breath work right, um, see what else he could learn um, so he could make sure that these autoimmune conditions never came back. And I'll share with you guys, I asked him to tell me what his meditation routine was. What are the Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations he does in the morning and sometimes in the evening that allowed him to reverse these autoimmune conditions? He said... He does the blessing of the energy centers meditations and the tuning into new potentials meditations. So, so he does one of those two meditations every morning. He kind of feels which one he needs. So the blessing of the energy centers is very similar to a lot of types of meditations my spiritual teachers and my mediumship teachers have told me to do. So I was familiar with it, and it's something I've always done just by turning on peaceful music that I enjoy and just visualizing and doing it myself. This is a great meditation. It's going to walk you through focusing on each, each chakra, and helping you feel the chakra in your body, expand it, work that muscle, and then you move on to the next. And then you just focus on making sure that they're all aligned and balanced. So that's called the blessing of the energy centers. And you can find Dr. Joe's meditations on his website. You can download them there. This is not a Dr. Joe Dispenza ad. Um, this is simply, you know, I just wanna share 
if you're curious what it's like and what's really happening. And I definitely have found that I needed to understand his work and learn about the science behind the results of his meditations and the science behind what he and the UC San Diego research team are doing in order for his meditations to make sense to me because they sound very different from other meditations. But now that I've known and experienced it, like my goal is to do one of his meditations every single morning for the rest of the year. That is my goal. And we're a few days in since I've left the conference and I've been able to accomplish that so far. So so the gentleman that sat next to me again, his recommendation for what worked for him and his body was either doing the blessing of the energy centers meditation or the tuning into new potentials meditation every morning. And the tuning into new potentials meditation is a brilliant meditation. So first thing when you listen is he's trying to relax the body and the mind. So he's trying to move you into a new brainwave. So you're fully relaxed. Then he's going to coach you on imagining what that new potential is. What is it that you're trying to attract or manifest? So you focus on that. Then you focus on another item that you want to manifest and connect with. But the two need to be related. So they need to somehow, you need to have like your A, your the main thing you want to manifest, and then it's the supporting manifestation. And that's what that one's about. So if you want to attract some new things into your life, that would be a good one for you. And then he said three times a week, he just personally worked on expanding his chakras and his energy center. And then a few times a week, he would also do what's called the Dr. Joe Dispensa breath work, just about five times he did the breath work exercise. You do, you breathe it in and do it five times. He said he did that a few times a week before he would start the meditations. Um, that's what really helped him. And then also making sure he focused on gratitude, that he focused on gratitude every day, just thinking about a few things he was grateful for. And that was his personal recipe to heal himself from his autoimmune disease. So that's one of the fun things when you go to this conference and you're meeting new people just for the day. They just happen to be the person that's sitting next to you um, is finding out what they do to be well. Always fun finding out the recipes that are working for different people. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, taking agents or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini Mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy.
this is how the day is set up at the conference. So the first day and most of the days, you're getting up at 5 a.m. and you're getting to the ballroom before 6 a.m. Class starts at 6 a.m. And he does about anywhere from a 30 to a 40 minute lecture, basically setting you up as to why we're about to do this meditation. What's the purpose of this meditation? What's the science behind it? How is this gonna affect your brain, your heart, your body? And then we actually do the meditation and then we break for breakfast. And that's usually around eight o'clock and I will tell you, the meditations go by like that. You know, even if you're somebody, when you meditate at home, a 20 minute meditation feels like an hour. I will tell you his meditations fly by. And remember, you're in a room with a bunch of people doing the same thing. It's so much easier. It's so much easier when you know that everyone else around you is going through the same experience. And what's really neat is these are live meditations. He is talking to you on the microphone. They're playing the music. They're changing the sound waves. Sometimes it's loud, sometimes it's quiet. They're changing the lighting. They're putting up different images. It's an immersive experience. I mean, how often are you gonna meditate with Dr. Joe Dispenza standing there on a microphone, making sure you're closing your eyes, making sure you're relaxing into it, that you're doing the breath work properly, and he doesn't just go his routine path. He is watching the room and adjusting the meditation according to the people and how they're reacting. It's, it's a once in a lifetime experience. So you break for breakfast at around 8, 8.30. You have an hour, hour and a half for breakfast, fully loaded breakfast, coffees, teas, beverages. Um, you can eat in the dining hall, a lot of people take their meals outside. A lot of people go back up to their room because you find you find because you're in a ballroom with 1,500 people and you're doing so much work on your brain that you need some quiet time. So my friends and I, we all usually took our meals back up to our rooms and just ate our breakfast out on our balconies and kind of took a minute to decompress. And then also the reality is most of us have jobs um, and there's different things that you need to check in on. So after the breakfast break, you go back to the ballroom, usually around 10, 10.30, more lecture, and then a long meditation. And then we break for lunch and you break for lunch around 2, 2.30. And again, lunch is anywhere from an hour, hour and a half. And the great thing is if you're doing this program near a beach like Marco Island. I know he does the one in Playa del Carmen, Cancun. You can eat your lunch and then go out to the beach and take a quick dip or take a quick dip and then come back and eat your lunch. So that's that's really nice. Um, and then you go back to the ballroom for the third round of lecture and then a final meditation and then you break for dinner. So. I've heard from my friends that most of the time the day wraps up at 6.30. For us in our group, we were always ending at either 7 or 8 o'clock at night. And then dinner's on your own. So 
I had that heads up, so I made sure that I already had food in the fridge, which I highly suggest. So I just made sure I had some arugula, some chicken breast, some cooked veggies that I picked up at, you know, a health food store like Whole Foods or any local independent health food store. I already had a few items in my little fridge. I brought some olive oil, some sea salt. I could just put together my own little plate because otherwise you're having to step out and go get dinner. So you're really not going to get dinner for another hour, an hour and a half. By the time you travel to whatever that restaurant location is, get a table, order, also, same with friends that tried to do room service. You know, you get back to your room, food's coming an hour, hour and a half later. So I found that already having the food in your room for dinner was super helpful because then you can eat dinner and then have the rest of the evening to relax because you're still having to go to bed as early as possible because you're getting up the next day at 5 a.m. So that's the cycle of the days. There are two days where you're getting up a little earlier. So we had two days where we got up at 3 a.m. to start a 4 a.m. meditation. And then we had two days where we started a little later because we did the walking meditations outside. And in Florida, which was different for me being a Southern California girl, the sun didn't rise till 7 a.m. Being here in California, I can walk outside at 6 a.m. and the sun's rising. So... Sun doesn't rise till 7 a.m. And we were on a beach in Florida where they have um, all the little turtles nesting during the season. So you're actually not allowed on the beach prior to 7 a.m., prior to sunrise, because of all the little sea turtles. So those mornings, we didn't have to be out on the beach until 7 a.m. for the first meditation. So there were a few mornings where you... You could have slept in. I just continued to get up at 5 a.m. and use that time to go to the gym and get a little workout in. But that's really the schedule of the program. And it flies by. You're not tired. You just feel your brain expanding. So you get a little exhausted simply from that because so much new information is going into your brain and then you're meditating so much that you're just feeling yourself growing and expanding. I've shared with a few friends that by the last day, the last walking meditation that we did that morning on the seventh day, I remember being on the beach, we're doing the morning walking meditation and I kept scratching my head. It felt like when you've worn a baseball cap all day long and you finally take it off and your forehead just itches because it's finally getting blood flow again because of that constricted hat. That's how I felt, but I had no hat on. And I would say uh, it's still happening. I would say it's been like four or five days now and I still feel my upper forehead feeling itchy and the need to scratch it because there's still something changing in my frontal lobe, which is really fascinating. I'm going to have to rewatch some of his videos to figure out what's going on with my frontal lobe. But that's really the structure of the program. When he's doing lecture, Sometimes he's lecturing. We had the pleasure of having a few of the scientists that run the research programs that he's doing with University of San Diego, University of California, San Diego, UCSD. He's working with them 
to prove the benefits of meditation. And it gets much more specific than that. So they go over everything that they're running and testing. So you can sign up prior to going to the conference to be one of the test subjects. Um, one day at lunch, I sat next to one of the researchers and he shared with me that they have so far studied over 9,000 people attending the conference to see the benefits and the changes in their body, their blood, their brain, and the microbiome from day one to day seven and after. Really fascinating. Um, all of it changes by meditating that many days in a row. Your blood, your brain, your microbiome. It's, I mean, and, and they, even, they even measure more than that. Um, I'll tell you exactly what they're measuring. And they have a variety of different studies going on. Biometrics, health surveys, bioelectric data, they use the Garmin, genetic testing, blood drawn, urine, EEG, glucose monitor, language, your language changes after seven days. Microbiome, epigenetics, neurocognitive testing, tears. So if you're a part of the study, they'll also ask you if at any time during the conference you cry. They ask that you take a little sample of your tears. It's really incredible. One of the scientists that is leading this research, his name is Dr. Hemel Patel, if you want to look him up. They also had a researcher that um, was originally from Austria, and he has since joined the team at UC San Diego, and he has successfully proven that if you think bad thoughts, if you think negative thoughts, you can create disease in the body. And during his research over in Austria, he realized, wow, like I've successfully proven this, like you can think yourself sick. Why am I focusing on the negative? Why am I not focused on you can think your way to health? You can think your way to vibrancy. You can think your way to a healthy, happy life. And that's when he shifted his research and then ultimately had been recommended and connected with Dr. Joe Dispenza and the team at UCSD because they're all similarly doing the same thing. They want to help people improve their health through these alternative practices that cost less, anybody can do it, um, and they really make changes. So another thing that they're doing working on at UC San Diego is they're working with um, one of the departments in the medical system. They're working with the anesthesiologist and they're working with the anesthesiology department to get them to meditate every morning before they come into work because they want to bring the humanity back into the hospital. They want people, they want the doctors to remember that this isn't a transactional business, that they are working on somebody's mom, somebody's dad, somebody's brother, sister, grandparent, and to be in a heart space before they show up at work. And their ultimate goal is to roll out this program to every doctor at UC San Diego, that every doctor meditates before they show up at work. So they treat every patient as a family member and take the transactional experience out of modern day medicine, bring the heart back in and see how that improves 
everyone's results in the hospital, in surgery, that not only will the doctor's health improve, but the way they work with their clients will improve and therefore the person they're seeking treatment will get a better outcome. So UC San Diego is one to watch. If you're into research and science, definitely check them out. Go to Dr. Joe Dispenza's website. You'll see the name of the different research programs that are connected to UC San Diego. You can sign up to get um, their research papers. They publish them for free because they just want people to learn. Um, I can go on and on about the science and the studies that they're doing down there. But what I'd like to do is just tell you some of the little tips that I learned while I was at the conference about meditation. I think one of the big things that I learned is it's not something to just do. So you just don't grab your cell phone and your headphones, get in your meditation chair and just do it like it's a homework assignment that you have to do. You have to show up excited and happy and on board for it or else you're not gonna get the benefits from it. And you need to show up with an intention. So he said, every time you sit down in that chair and you pick whatever meditation you pick, have an intention. Why are you doing that meditation? What is the outcome that you want? Even if it's simply blessing and balancing your energy centers. So you're choosing to do the one where you simply balance your chakras. Why do you wanna do that? Because you wanna balance your body because you wanna bring peace to your body, because you want to calm your stomach pains, because you wanna calm your nervous system, because you wanna get rid of that ache in your shoulder, set the intention, whatever it is, before you do that meditation. And he said, you will get a much higher outcome. Additionally, hydration is extremely key for meditation. What What they're learning is, the meditation and the frequency that's coming off our body is electric. It's not magnetic, it's electric. And that's what they're really, one of the things they're really studying and trying to prove is what is the frequency that is coming off human bodies and being transferred back and forth between one another. And they're finding that it's electric. Um, But still, you need to have hydration in your body for the energy to be able to flow in the body. So hydration is really key. Um, Making sure you're drinking good water, that you're adding salt to it. Maybe you're adding some citrus, you're drinking teas. Staying hydrated, if you're trying to change your frequency, is key. I thought I'd share just some of the quotes that I wrote down as well when I was at the conference. Sometimes that's all you can do is write down a quick quote and know that when you reflect on it later, it'll all come back to you. Some of the little mantras, believing, behaving, becoming. You gotta believe first, then you have to behave in the way that aligns with what you believe in becoming. And then you'll naturally become that. Everything is energy, everything is frequency, everything is consciousness. The brain is what connects to the electric field and the heart is what connects to the magnetic field. And so in order to create shifts in our reality, we have to activate our heart, 
we have to activate it in our brain and the two have to sync together to create the outcome that we're really reaching for. So a lot of what naturally happens when you do his meditations is you have more synchronicities in life. Your manifestations come to you faster and they come to you because you become a magnet because basically by meditating, you've reset and reactivated your pineal gland, which is what's working as your Wi-Fi, your GPS system. And so you start attracting instead of having to move matter in order to get the outcome, instead of having to run in wet cement to try to get to the creation. That's a big thing that he wants people to be able to learn to do is, and to understand is, if we create from matter, matter is the slowest form of frequency. So if we continue to participate in the old system that you graduate from high school, you go to college, you get a good job, you get promoted, you get promoted, you get promoted, you get promoted. Someday you'll then get promoted in a way that you'll be able to save money and buy a house and get a new car. And, and that order of life that you can speed all that up by becoming more magnetic, by becoming a higher vibration, and you'll be able to attract the results you want faster. So it won't take you 30 years to pay off the house. You won't have to go through those traditional steps in order to get to where you want in life. You can have it all faster by raising your frequency and attracting it to you. Again, every thought is a frequency there are infinite frequencies. There are infinite possibilities of experiences. Every new experience changes the number of infinite possibilities. So I wrote this down, the recipe that he shares kind of over and over again for attracting your manifestation faster. And that is sending the signal out. So you send the signal out through your meditation through thinking it through seeing it through feeling it in your body and feeling it in your heart you really feel that emotion and you feel that you already have it it's complete and then you call it back to you and you imagine it you imagine yourself drawing drawing it to you through your heart and this is something that, you know, after you listen to some of his meditations about calling in and attracting a new outcome, once you listen to it a few times, you can set yourself up to where if you're waiting for the train, if you get someplace early and you're waiting for a friend, you can just sit, close your eyes, and you can practice this on your own once a day. And then... Hopefully it comes into your life. To clarify, you can think about what you want, but you must use your heart to call it in. Every time you assign meaning, you get a greater outcome. The universe only gives you what you feel you are worthy of receiving. Investing in yourself is investing in your future. And again, believe, behave, become. We talked a lot about like I mentioned, science. So we 
learned a lot about melatonin and that's why one or two of the mornings you get up really early to meditate because he wants you up when your melatonin is at its peak and that's between 1 and 4 a.m. is when your melatonin's at its peak. And when you have healthy melatonin levels in your body, you improve the way you digest carbohydrates better. You improve your metabolism when your melatonin levels are balanced. Um, melatonin levels drop when you're stressed. So when you're extremely stressed out, we often don't sleep well. That's because the stress burns up the melatonin in the body in order to cope. Um, so it's one of those, you wanna reduce body weight, you have to improve and balance your melatonin levels, which means you have to balance your stress. Um, and they, one of the other studies have found that when your melatonin levels are balanced, your DNA can recover and you, your body has what it needs to renew when you sleep at night. Lastly, if you're someone that's familiar with kundalini yoga, you'll be really comfortable at these retreats. If you aren't familiar with kundalini yoga, I highly suggest that you take one or two kundalini yoga classes before you go to this retreat because there are quite a few meditations where we're doing breath work. And the breath work we're doing, we're just sitting in a chair, but it is very similar to kundalini yoga, which you do, you know, sitting on the floor or on a pillow with your legs crossed. So if you go to a kundalini class a few times prior, it's the same breath work, but when you're sitting on the floor and when you're sitting on the chair, and what you're doing is you're moving the energy from your, your root chakra to the pineal gland because he's trying to awaken your pineal gland so your Wi-Fi gets turned back on. And everything in your body balances again because your energy centers will flow and the blocks will release. So I've had on the podcast a few different Kundalini teachers. So I've had Shakti Sita on, you can listen to her. I've had Renata on, which talks about the Sukshma method. Sukshma method, kundalini yoga, it's basically all the same thing. It's moving the energy in the body along the chakras, balancing it out, activating the pineal gland, activating every chakra so your body and your mind has physical balance and your heart opens up. And then by doing all that, it strengthens your auroric field, the Taurus feel around you. And so if, when you go to this event, you learn the traditional science behind how our mind and body works. And you also learn about these more spiritual concepts that have been proven to be true. I feel like there's something for everybody at this. All you have to do is walk through the doors and get in the room and make a commitment to yourself to show up every day, to show up after each break, no matter how tired you are, no matter how hard it is, um, you just have to keep showing up and you'll get the benefits. Again, your personality creates your personal reality. He says that a lot and he teaches you why. So a few final tips in conclusion for you guys. Three things I'm proud of myself for doing at that retreat was showing up and putting the effort into every meditation, really focusing on feeling my heart 
really focus on balancing my chakras, really reigniting my meditation practice and reminding myself that I myself is my own greatest healer and you yourself are your own greatest healer. A few things that I like to change for the next time that I go is I want to make sure that I get up and dance and move my body and move the energy. So they play music before each lecture starts and people are up there dancing. I wanna make sure I participate in that a few times when I hear a song I like because I you need to shift the energy out of your body. There's a benefit to that and it raises your vibration. I want to be a little bit more social and call in connecting with more like-minded people, you know, make that intention. I want to go into the event, into the conference, having meditated for an hour consistently, really priming my body for the experience. And prior to going, I was only meditating like every other day, every three days, really. I want to get more comfortable receiving. So a lot of my job as a chef is giving. I'm constantly giving with the work that I do. So really practicing receiving, even if it's simply just receiving the energy in a meditation. Um, And then always focus on opening the heart further. Everybody benefits from that. Not just you, the person opening your heart, but all the people around you. Final tips on when you show up at the conference. These are some tips that some friends gave me, you know, still get to the gym or still go for walks. Find that time to move your body and stretch. Allow yourself to have time in the evenings to integrate. You know, you don't have to always be social. A lot of people go back to their rooms because you just need a moment. You're taking in so much new information. You need a moment to process. Bring anything with you that's going to make you comfortable. Bring anything with you to the event to the hotel that's going to make you comfortable. You know, if you want to bring a pillow from your room or a comforter so you're more comfortable, you can do that. If your back starts to hurt, it's okay to get up, move against one of the walls in the back of the room, be comfortable so you can do the meditations because that's the most important thing. And just always remember that the first two days are the hardest. And by the third you'll drop in and it'll be a lot easier. So that's my recap. That's what I can share from now. I could go on and on and on about the experience, but hopefully that gives you a little bit more insight in what's going on at these events, what you can expect, help you decide if this is the right thing for you. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions, you know, feel free to DM me. If you liked this episode, please leave a review and make a note that this was the episode that you listened to and you found it very supportive. And thank you so much for tuning in as always. And if I decide to attend another retreat, I'll be sure to let you know. Until then, cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. 
For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.